Oh, out of Hebrews 11? Well, I'm not, I won't go too deep in it then. I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Hebrews, is that where your chapter is this, this week? Hebrews. Hebrews 11, we've been going through the faith chapter. <laughs> a couple months ago, I heard a message preached about this subject specifically, and I honestly had never seen it in the scripture. But when I saw it, uh, man, the Lord began to speak to me during that message. But then also I was studying this out, and, uh, and man, the Lord just really spoke to my heart about uh, Hebrews 11. <laughs> We're going to read one verse. So we'll <coughs> take all of our thoughts from that one verse. We've been talking about by faith, by faith Joseph, by faith Jacob, by faith Isaac. Well, now we're to by faith Moses. And Hebrews 11, verse number 23. And technically, this message is not about Moses. Um, but it's, it's listed under Moses because it starts the story of, of Moses. Here, in verse number 23. The Bible says, by faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Now, I just, I, I've read this before, I've read through the New Testament multiple times, but I don't know that I ever, it never stuck out to me like it did when I heard that message, and then as, as we're, we've been going through the book of the chapter of Hebrews 11, but I begin to study this out and look at this verse. What did Moses' faith have to do when he was three months old? When he was three months old, his parents hid him to keep him from uh, the government, to keep him from... What did, how did Moses' faith do that? Because his... Look, that, it wasn't Moses' faith. It was his parents' faith. Look in verse number 23, the only verse we're going to look at. But the Bible says, was hid of who? His parents. Who are his parents? Who's his dad? You know, a lot of times, we'll know, I know the, I, I, before studying this out, I, I didn't know, I couldn't tell you who, the dad, who his dad was. Maybe you might know it. I don't know. I didn't know it. His mom's name is Jochebed. And his dad's name is uh, Amran. I don't even know if I said it right. Look, if you think about this for just a moment, his parents were together in this thing. By faith, they hid Moses together. In my mind, I always think about Moses' mama that lets him down in the basket. But it was a decision that they made together. It was a decision that they decided that they would put their own lives in jeopardy to protect Moses. They made this decision by faith, believing that God would protect their family. They did it together. He, they hid him for three months. Think about that as, as, as you, your brother Blackie, he was just talking about you and your wife spending time together. And, and uh, look, I mean, you've got to make a decision as a husband and wife together. If you don't, you know, if Stacey and I uh, were raising our kids, we're trying to get them to go in the right direction, how great of a direction would they go if I'm going this way and Stacey's going that way, my children are going to be scattered abroad. So as Moses, his mom and dad, they decided together that they would put him in a basket and protect him. They decided that they would hide him for three months. Why? 
I mean, they did that together. By faith, they did that. I, I don't know. And they hit him for three months. The Bible says in Acts chapter number three, uh, 5 and verse 29, it says, Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather, rather than man. Look, they didn't fear Pharaoh. Look in verse, in verse number 23, he said, because they saw he was a prophet, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. They were not afraid of the king's commandment. They did not fear Pharaoh. They did not fear what Pharaoh was going to do to them. What is that, Psalms 56, 11, that says, I will not fear what man can do unto me. They decided, Jochebed and Amrah, they decided together that they were not going to be afraid of what the government would say about how they raised their children. They were not going to be afraid of hiding their, their child from the government because they said they couldn't have him. Because you, we all know that the government at that time, they wanted them to kill all the boys. They did not fear what man could do. Truly, we ought to be more afraid of disobeying God than disobeying the laws of the land. We should be more afraid of disobeying God than disobeying man. Because who am I to answer to? Ultimately, I might answer to the government, but ultimately, I'm going to answer before a holy and a righteous God. And so these two individuals, Jacobin and Amara, uh, they decided that their faith was going to protect Moses. Think about all the effort that she had to go to to hide that, the little baby. Now, for the first three months of their life, they—I mean—all they do is eat and go to the bathroom and sleep, right, and cry some. But think about the effort that she had to go to to hide the baby. Think about the effort that the that the father had to go through to hide the baby. <coughs> he was a slave. He couldn't talk to his other slaves about his baby boy. My son, my son, hey, hey, you want to see a picture? You know, you know when I had my kids? Hey, you guys want to see a picture of my son? Hey, you want to see a picture of my daughter? You know, he couldn't go to the fields as they were working or go to the other people and say, hey, hey, I'm going to tell you about my boy. Man, today you should have seen him. He opened him eyes. He had such beautiful eyes. You see his hair. It's so beautiful. He couldn't tell nobody about it. And they had to do it together. And they agreed to trust God together. They hid him for three months. And then... They hit him after that, where the Bible talks about the ark of, uh, that little ark that she puts him in, and she lays him down in that little basket, and she puts slime on it, or what is it, I think that's what it's called, and puts all that around that little basket. Yeah, Amra was over there doing it too. Together, they put that basket in the water and hid the baby, trusting God that he would, and God did. But by faith, Moses, Moses gets the, gets the credit for having that faith, but Moses' faith started from his mom and dad. Moses had faith, and Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt, and he was, he was a strong Israelite for the Lord. He was a strong a servant of the Lord, but it all started with his mom and dad, making a decision that they were going to do what God said rather than man. And so my thought was this, to go along with our theme for the day is to fight on in three different areas. So I tell you, number one, 
fight on like Jochebed. And I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this name right. I don't even know if I'm saying Jochebed right. But fight on when the commands oppose your faith. Look, the, the command was to kill the babies. The command was to get rid of, Exodus chapter 1 verse 22 says that they were to get rid of all the boy babies. They were to kill them all. And so when the command was against them, they decided to fight on. Could they give up? Could they throw him in the water? Yeah, they could have with everyone else. What everyone else was doing was throwing their baby in the water. What everyone else was doing was obeying what, what the government said. But they decided that obeying God was way more important than what anybody else said. And see, when we, we should not base what we do, we should not base where we go, we should not base what we believe on what's going on out here. We should base what we believe on the Word of God, on what the Bible says, even if the commands oppose our faith, even if they stand against our faith, it cannot change who we are. It cannot change where we stand. Even though they stood against him, even though the command of the government stood against him, they still stood for right. And they still fought on when it would have been easy just to give up and go home. <coughs> they fought on when the command opposed them. They fought on when their circumstances opposed them. What circumstances opposed them holding and hiding that child? The circumstances of slavery. The circumstances of every other family in the camp obeying what the government said. Why? Because what? We believe that God. I don't know. No, Bible doesn't tell us exactly all that. But I don't know. You understand how important it was for Jochebed to do what she did? To protect that baby? Why was it her? Why was it her? Did God ask multiple people to do that? Did God ask people to say, hey, and they refused to do what he asked? And she was the first one to listen? I don't know. But all I know is that I don't, maybe she heard the still small voice and she decided, I'm going to keep this baby. I'm not going to do it. When your circumstances around you don't favor you, aren't for you, keep fighting on. Because there's going to be times when your circumstances will tell you to give up. There's going to be times when, our, when the command will tell you to give up and quit and give out. You will have circumstances in your life, me too, that will tell me to give up. They'll tell me to get out. Tell me to quit. Well, what do I have to do? I have to fight on. Yet how important was her decision to fight on in the middle of her circumstances? The leader of the children of Israel. Moses got them all the way to the promised land, but just couldn't get them over the line because of the decision he made. But how important was he? Ten Commandments, first five books of the Bible. Right? He was a patriarch because of a mom and dad in the middle of their circumstances could have chose it would have been easier to just toss him in the river. But they chose not to. 
number one, they fought on when the command opposed them, when the circumstances opposed them, and then lastly, and I'll be done, is when the crowd opposed. What do you mean the crowd? Who else saved their baby? Who else made sure their baby didn't die? Who else made sure their baby didn't get tossed in the river? If someone else did, the scripture doesn't tell us. So, I, so maybe, there might have been, but ultimately, the crowd is not always going to be for us. The crowd's not always going to be for you living a Christian life and being a Christian and trying to live your life by the book. They're not always going to be for us. But whether there's a crowd for us or whether the crowd is against us, it doesn't change the fact of the Bible. There will come a day when people will be against us for preaching the Bible. In multiple countries across the, and across this world, is against the, it's against the law for people to have a Bible. I have friends of mine who are missionaries in China. It's against the law for them to be there. If they get caught there, they will be deported. I had a friend of mine who is, who is in uh, Germany, Russia, I'm sorry. He was in Russia, and he got blacklisted and wasn't allowed to get back in for being a missionary. There's countries that absolutely oppose this book right here. So whether the crowd is for us or not doesn't change the fact that the Bible's still true, right? Is the Bible true? Always will be. Always will be. Whether the crowd is for it or not. And honestly, believe in the King James Bible is the, is the true word of God. You know what? It's not always a popular opinion. But whether it's a popular opinion or not, it's still the Bible. That's right. And whether people believe it or not, it doesn't change the fact that the King James Bible is God's word of God. Is God's word. Is God's word for us. It doesn't change the fact of the truth that salvation still saves. Whether the crowd believes it or not, whether the crowd accepts it or not, salvation still saves and sin is still wrong. No matter what the crowd says. And so when the crowd opposes us and our circumstances are against us and the command is against us, guess what we still have to do? Fight on. Fight on. Fight on. You know, I want to be, I want everybody to like me, but that, you know what? It's just not possible. You preach the truth, not everybody's going to like you for pre preaching the truth. Now, I encourage you to fight on. To continue, keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Don't give out. Don't quit. No matter what our circumstances are, no matter what the command says, no matter what the crowd's doing, don't quit. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for these.